This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to our post-show recap coverage of Heartstopper, the adorable LGBTQ rom-com on Netflix. My name is Grace. I'm here with my co-host, Matt. Matt, how you doing? Woo! Happy to be here. Happy to talk about some secret. Yep. Uh, big episode. We, we ended on uh, Charlie and Nick uh, kissed more than once. And now Nick has arrived at Charlie's door to apologize for running off so and he's been soaking in the rain ever for two days for two days yeah most people are watching this on a binge so nick in that multiverse where people watch on a binge nick was only in the rain for probably about seven seconds uh Uh, for us it's been two full days i mean even in the show just to kind of dive into it he was out in the rain for a little bit too long like if anyone a public service announcement to anyone listening if someone, if you're fr- not only a friend, but someone you're close to comes to the door, they're in the rain, they're getting soaked, you open the door, you are dry, just immediately invite them in, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, it, never, it doesn't hurt, you know, and they might not, you know, you might help prevent them from getting pneumonia. So just want to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, last episode, I talked about this show being a fairly simple show that it's not trying to be super complex. Um, and we talked about what type of show it is. Uh, we, we have officially for us ruled off the table, probably some sort of Ben um, Nick relationship, um, which I think is absolutely true. But what I uh, want to give the show a ton of credit for this episode is some excellent writing here in which I think that uh, we, when we meet um, Charlie, he has this very complicated relationship with Ben um, where Ben is not out, um, but is also not entirely caring about Charlie's feelings. And now we get this episode, you know, as the uh, title uh, implies secret where Nick is not ready to come out and sort of is in this, like, you know, they're not calling each other boyfriends or anything, but they're, you know, you know, kissing at least uh, they're in this little relationship. Um, And yet Nick is not out. And so it's sort of a parallel to the relationship that Charlie found himself in at the beginning of the show, but so different. And yet, Nick is going to have feelings about how he is he is doing the same thing um, to Charlie that Ben was doing. I think it's very very excellent. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I mean the the thing I agree. I I'm with you. I think it's powerful. It's profound writing. It is, and it's a it's a powerful story. And something that I want to mention up top that is echoing something you said on our last podcast episode, episode for episode three was just that it's so I think it's important to pay attention to what are the characters saying and then what are other people when are other people putting words in their mouth or telling them things one of my big I'll just put it out there and I I really hope that this is the episode that I'm most frustrated with Charlie because this has been the episode where I'm most frustrated with Charlie and as we kind of go along there are different points where at least for me the way that I read it is I saw Charlie's um, experiences with Ben and Ben wanting to keep his sexuality hidden as kind of influencing how he is guiding Nick through his own journey with his sexuality because and there's there's a there are a lot of different moments but um, I do think it's interesting that a lot of what we hear about um, Nick's secrecy with his sexuality does actually come from um, Charlie and, and, and words, things that he says or does, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I wasn't very, I mean, Charlie definitely like has a, you know, a little bit of a blunder in the way he says, the way he like articulates something in this episode, um, that like, I think like kind of sucks for, uh, Nick, but I also think that like what he, he just like said it in a way that like, it's not, I think true to what Charlie was feeling. So I, I don't know. I, and I, I get this. I would, I mentioned on a previous episode, I was definitely in a relationship with somebody when I was out. So like my coming out experience is like when I, um, actually, uh, um, uh, I was not out in high school though. I had one friend who I kept joking. It was like, yeah, I'm gay. And then, and then I was like, ah, oh, no, that's just a joke. <laughs> like after like the, the <laughs> time you make that joke, I yeah. feel like your friend should probably realize, but whatever yeah, well uh, nobody yeah. else was out in her well there was there was somebody out. but anyway uh, yeah. so when i went to university i was like i'm just going to be out from the moment i go to university yeah. i'm just going to be out so that's my experience and so when i dated somebody in i believe my second year of university uh mm-hmm. he was not out um and yeah it's like i mean our friend group was so different as opposed to like this being like a high school experience where like it didn't really matter like he could be out with my friend group because we were dating but then yeah like with his friend group um like i couldn't go to all the things that like uh, with his friend group like I, yeah. there certain engagements i could not go to because like it would have been too like he would have had to been out yeah and like yeah so I, I get where like you're excited to be in a relationship and you just right. like want to celebrate that and it can be frustrating to feel like you as the person who's out and feels comfortable being out um I'm not going to say have to go in the closet. You like, you choose to go back in the closet in some senses of like, okay, we're going to go meet like this. We're going to go like this friend group. Like you are my friends when we're there. We're like, not, we're not like dating. Um, you know, yeah. it's like kind of sex. Although, you know, you certainly have sympathy for the person who's like, Hey, you're not ready to come out yet. You're not ready to like take that moment to be like, you know, and I was, so we talked last episode about coming out yeah. a little bit. Like when you come out to somebody like the, re- you know, um, the reason it sucks is because there is just a chance that like, it does ruin your friendship. Like that friendship is over. And perhaps like, you know, there's all that advice about like, well, maybe that friendship wasn't, you know, if they don't love you when you come out, like maybe that friendship isn't worth it. Like that still sucks. You still lose a friend. Yeah. Um, and that person doesn't like see you as 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 valuable as like a, a person who deserves love if they're mm-hmm. like gonna be like i don't think we can be friends so that's like it's like a risk so you have you have sympathy yeah. for the person that you're with but it can be its own 
struggle in some ways not i you know so i i i relate to charlie a lot in, in well this, um, yeah in i mean i definitely yeah. relate i relate to him but i think the the one thing i i would the the one like uh i don't know if i'd call it even a red flag but maybe the problem is like i i want charlie to ask nick more questions along the way and everyone so everyone's seen episode four so maybe i'm skipping ahead a little bit and talking about this but you know like by the end of the episode, there are so many people who, like, quote unquote, can't know about Nick's sexuality. And that's, you know, Charlie's mom can't know, um, which, like, you know, maybe maybe there's some kind of thing there. But, like, Charlie covers it up for his mom. So his mom doesn't know about what's going on with Nick. The school Actually, can't know, which makes sense. But the friend group also can't know. And I feel like we get little moments where maybe Charlie's taking the secrecy thing a little too far because it kind of cuts off Nick from having all these valuable resources beyond Google to support him on his sexuality journey. Like he, Nick's not even really in a position where he could go to like, um, go to other queer people beyond Charlie for that guidance and advice. And so like, that's the painful thing I'm seeing where I'm just like, I wish that Nick was like constantly building his group of like, queer friends in order to understand more of what queer experiences look like and thankfully he does know it's not on Char- i can't i can't i can't agree that that's on charlie though like charlie sh- sh- should charlie I- be like you know it, you know he does say at the end of the episode he's like isaac won't tell anybody like it, could he be a little bit more like hey like if you wanted to tell people all my friends group are okay with me being gay and they'll totally be okay with you being gay i think obviously there's a little bit of imply the, the implicity here is that like yeah. nick is still worried even with charlie's closest friends that it will get out that they are uh dating because there is a world in which like the way that darcy is like compl- like hey like there's some chemistry there like if you just like kind of tell like if that friend if that and you know it's a bit weird because like this is the first time tau is meeting um tara and darcy as well but like basically if that group of people so isaac tau l um and then maybe even tara and darcy because they're out like if those people know then darcy probably is less likely to be like hey like i think there's camp right she's gonna like be cool because she's gonna be a cool like she, she's knows what's up you know there's um a, and there's, but i don't think that's that, on charlie i think charlie's doing a great like he just, I, you know he's protecting uh he's supporting nick and what he wants to do at the moment i i do think it's on charlie though a little bit and we'll get into it more in the weeds but like charlie charlie asking nick more uh, like what being a secret like how he needs he wants to keep it a secret who he wants to keep it a secret from is he able to tell his friends because charlie's i feel like that's implied though i feel like that's implied that they've had they basically have that conversation that like yeah even the friend group can't know yeah i I, i'll get i'll get to why i don't why i don't uh think so but there's a moment where like again skipping we'll get to this we'll get to this point but where they're they're jogging they're running down the track charlie's like my friends are be here are gonna be here i'm not gonna tell them and then nick's overhearing the conversation where charlie's downplaying things and nick kind of has this reaction where he he just gives a look and i don't know if he's uncomfortable but i almost feel like nick is kind of in the position that charlie was in with ben where it's like ben was downplaying the relationship and charlie felt that pain and then maybe as Nick witnesses Charlie downplaying the relationship, Nick's feeling that, that pain also. And so it's like this cycle of how about we just like are okay with, you know, or we're less secretive um, in, in navigating this. I don't know. I, I think I, I, <laughs> um, I, 
Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, I think, I think for sure. I think, I don't know. I, I feel like Charlie is kind of doing the right thing of like, you know, when I was with somebody, it was not my, like, I, I did open the door to be like, Hey, if you come over to like my house, everybody is going to know that we're like, they're going to know we're together. These are my friends who I talk, you know, it's so different in high school because it's not like our friend groups overlapped. Right. That like, um, but like in, you know, it was like, yeah, here's a space where like you can be out. But like, I think it's so different in the scenario because like it is high school. Um, the, like the, you know, like, uh, I don't know. It's just so different that I, 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 I don't think it's Charlie's, you know, is a world where I, I just think it's implied and it's not worth the show doing because I think the story they're trying to tell is like Nick is not comfortable being out to anyone except Charlie. It's the only person he's willing to be out to. So I feel like it, it is implied that like they've sort of had these perhaps had these conversations of like my friends won't care. But to Nick, that doesn't matter. And so Charlie is really following Nick's lead. I think here um, is the impression that I get from the episode. I, I read it as the other way around, which is the interesting mm. thing. But we'll talk about it as we go along too. in like even the these moments but I, yeah I, I it's i think that's the difference where it's like i think i feel like nick's following charlie's lead because nick is so so confused and lost in this and charlie is like uh, he's they're both they're all baby gay maybe baby gays uh but they're, yeah, they're charlie's all only been out, out for right? a year you know like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. So. all right let's jump into the episode yes. episode four secret uh, we kick right back off where we were. Nick is uh, standing in the rain. Charlie brings him in. Um, Nick's like, I'm sorry I didn't text you, but I wanted to talk to you in person. Um, then he actually gets invited in after he says all that. And mm-hmm. uh, he's like, yeah, I, I just rushed out the door. I forgot my coat. And he's like, about last night. And Charlie's mom interrupts. And yeah. uh, first, we're meet, first we're seeing of, of Charlie's mom. Um, she says, um, hey, I didn't know you were coming over, Nick. Uh, don't forget, Charlie. Like, we have to go to grandma's this morning. Um, so, yeah. And uh, so Charlie's like, maybe we should go to my room. So head yeah. Up. And this and th- this was like the first moment for me that jumped out where I was like, uh, I think Nick was like starting to say something to them. I don't know what he would have said to the mom. Like, hey, yeah, I'm here. But that was like the first excuse of like, oh, he's just here to pick up a jumper. And so to me, I, I'm just like seeing a pattern of like the lie. Yeah, the but Charlie's not a, you can't, Charlie can't out Nick. Charlie can't no, out No, no, no. That's bad. No. Even, yeah. So yeah. 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 But we'll keep going. We'll keep okay. going. That was the first thing I saw though. So Charlie immediately apologized. I think this gives, again, this is where I kind of think that I think it's, this would be better off if you, if you had have ended last episode with the kiss and then you start this episode with like a Nick running away, coming back, uh, Charlie's gone, Charlie's gone home, we wake up. Um, because I think that like this moment uh, is where Charlie is apologizing. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like you, you wanted to say no, but you felt pressured by me. It's so awkward. Like, I hope this didn't ruin our friendship. Can we still be friends? And uh, Nick's like, I didn't feel pressured. He grabs him and he kisses yeah. him. So cute. Nick's like, I'm sweet. the one who should be apologizing. I ran away. I was confused and surprised. And I was having a full on proper gay crisis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been there, yeah. Nick. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. Often there. Yeah. He's he's just been so, so confused. He needs time to figure this out. And they hug. Relatable. That's life. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, d- totally. You need, you need a life to figure it out, Nick. Oh, gosh. But no, and he and uh, as they're kind of walking out, it's it's uh, we kind of get the moment where they they start to say goodbye to each other, and this conversation of Nick, I think Nick asking at school, is it okay if we? 
and I don't think he has the words for it. He does but, ask. He says, "Can we keep it a secret?" Yeah. Yeah, and then Char- I think Charlie. I don't know if Charlie says specifically keep it a secret, but he's like, "Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah." He's That's not like sure again, if he can come out as anything. Yeah, uh, is what he says too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and then we yeah. get more. There's more more cuteness even. Yeah. Charlie's like, yep, that's fine. So Nick starts to walk home. Uh, they go, they have their hi hi, but now they have bye, bye. And mm-hmm. um, Nick is a little bit ways down the road. He uh, Charlie gives him an umbrella, and Charlie chases after Nick, and they say hi hi. He's like, did I forget something? He's like, yeah. Charlie looks around. So that was you know yeah. again. It's like, yep, you get yep. And then uh, and then yeah. he's like, yeah, you forgot this, and he kisses him. He runs mm-hmm. back home, and Nick smiles in the rain. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. They really do have a lot of uh, weather-related events happening yeah. in their in the relationship development. Lots of cuteness in in either snow or rain. So good for yeah. them. Yeah. Next day, Nick heads to school. He says hi to Imogen, and she's like, "Whoa, you look different." Which is basically just uh, Nick is happy. But <laughs> so she's like, "You get a haircut," and she's like rubbing his hair. And then uh, she's like, oh, I forgot. I have morning detention. I have to go. But I think the scene is just to be like, oh, Nick's kind of happy. That's great. And Imogen's a bad influence. What, what, yeah. Well, I don't know what she's in detention for, but. Uh... Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, she has morning detention. Morning detention. Yeah. Boy, morning detention. I've never, I never had morning detention. I didn't even really have any detention, so. Yeah, I took a bus to, so, so like we couldn't have after school detention. So all my detentions yeah. were like lunchtime. Oh. <laughs> You know, yeah, that was always like the logistical thing about it that they did have uh, after school. I remember once like there was a teacher who was like, I'm keeping all of you after class for an extra 30 minutes. I'm like, legally, can you do that? I'm supposed to be picked up now. So yeah, I don't know. Weird yeah. times. Yeah. I no, bre- and then definitely no weekend detention. Never had a breakfast club moment. I wish. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, student rights. Yeah. Uh, Charlie gets to school, heads into a uh, form and he sits next to, uh, to Nick. All I have in my notes is they're both very, very smiley. And All I have in my notes is yeah. happy chuckles. <laughs> happy chuckles. Yeah. They say hi, hi. And then they just giggle and it's adorable and cute. And yeah. they're just, you know, certainly some, some crush this happening now yeah uh darcy gets to school uh l is sitting t- uh at, at her desk uh, tara sitting at her desk um mm-hmm. and they look around they look at l and then they, they give each other a little kiss and i was like oh my god am i officially the third wheel and they're like we're just trying to get all our gayness <laughs> yeah <laughs> like we have to be as gay as much as possible <laughs> we're only on this earth so long come on yeah. like let us kiss constantly so no that was yeah. it's cute and i love i love their relationship again in terms of like modeling uh you know, Nick, Nick, and actually all of them would really benefit from like seeing their relationship. Yeah, I know. Because it just models it's, like, you know, they're figuring it out. And it's like, you know, it still could be uncomfortable to come out, but they're, you know, they're going there, which I like. Listen, um, I'll tell you, there was a, a couple, I mean, it, it, I, could, I did not have the courage to come out in high school, but there was a, yeah. these two uh, people who were out. Uh, and uh, yeah, like if they're, I don't think they're listening, but if they are. You helped me tremendously. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, your representation matters exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tao gets a uh, L gets a text from Tao. Hi, I miss you. L text back, I miss you too. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Leaf, leaf, leaf. leaf, Butterfly, 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 flowers. Uh, Mr. J is uh, walking past Charlie. He's like, "There's a boy in there waiting for you." He's like, "Is it the gay boy or the straight boy crush?" <laughs> and uh, Charlie's response is, "He's on the rugby team." 
Yeah, I signed up for rugby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I was like, gonna say, like, is it the gay, gay boy or straight boy crush? Uh, maybe, maybe both. Maybe yeah. both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't leave crumbs on the floor, or he'll get told off by the cleaners. Uh, Nick's like, I missed you. He's like, we just saw each other at form. That's so cute. Uh, they hold yeah. hands under the table. Um, Nick's like, yeah, it feels good to be like uh, skipping out on my friends. None of them are like you. Uh, they like to chuck stuff at people. <laughs> I love Charlie's like, they chuck stuff at people. It's like, yeah, they're all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like that. That is one. Again, very who's accurate. Chuck stuff? Who's Chuck stuff? Chuck uh, stuff. Yeah. Chuck. Ooh, that's a good, good wrestler name. I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. Uh-huh. Uh uh, Charlie is explaining, like, uh, Nick's like, are we allowed to be in this room? And Charlie's like, yeah, I used to come here to hide all the time. They used to come mm. here when I was being bullied. And don't worry, like I told Mr. J about, like, the Ben keeping it a secret thing. And this is where Nick is like, like uh, we're keeping it a secret. And he's like, hey, no, like, this is completely different. Uh, this is, was, this I, is where I said it's the, uh, this yeah. is the fumble here from Charlie to be like, uh, oh, yeah, Ben used to make me hide things. Like, it's not what he means, but he, he does say in a way that, like, certainly Nick's yeah. going to be like, that's what i'm doing with you yeah and like it's interesting because like yes there are differences if like ben you know kissing and dating a girl publicly you know behind charlie's back ben not being interested in charlie as a person is another big difference so there are differences but i also the first note i took and then erased was like it is like it's very 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 similar (laughs) Not the same, They're very very close. Uh, which yeah, is a little rough, but maybe again, I mean, it's interesting because it's like, will it by episode eight of this series, where like will this hold up? Where like is it the same and similar? Oh, result? the show, the pace of the show is like making me think that like by like next episode, this will all be resolved. <laughs> this show makes me so um, nervous. But you know what I. Yeah, there is this, you know, what I think it's important. We look back to the Ben and Charlie scene from episode one mm-hmm. where Charlie is breaking it off with Ben and Ben's like, come on, like, I'm trying to figure out my sexuality. Like, don't be don't be upset at me. And Charlie's like, don't you think if anybody would understand you trying to figure out your sexuality, it would be me. That is not what this is about. This is about yeah. you really not caring about my feelings. You wanting to meet up when you want to meet up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't make make time for me. Um, you interrupt me when I'm when I'm talking. And so. I do think like, again, I think this show tells us what it tells us. We should believe in what it tells us uh, from the characters who tell us things uh, from themselves that like, I do think this is different. Charlie being like, you know, it was a secret, but it's not really about the secret thing. It's about how Ben treated uh, Charlie. And I do think that like, yeah, it's like the way Charlie exactly. says it is like, so, you know, he miss. I think he misspoke in a sense, like, right. you know, it and was like so, shorthand. It was like the shorthand for yeah. the situation, but like word for word, it, it didn't sum up the, it didn't sum up why it was different. So yeah, yeah it's like yeah, yeah. totally relatable. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the other yeah. piece of this too is I wonder I I guess with every scene, it's like, why is this in here? Is this in here to kind of show, um, you know, I don't know if it's like insecurity on Nick's end when it comes to these things, but just this recognition from Nick of like, wait, does he see it as the same? Does he see it as different? You know, we, again, questioning happens a lot. So I wonder if that's why we get this, if we're getting it because it's a setup for something in the future. Who freaking knows, Grace? Not well, I me. think by the end of the episode, this is like, the, uh, 
Ben or Nick is going to have this like he is worrying about keeping it a secret. You know, he is worrying about um, whether he is uh, being fair, I think, to Charlie, which I think he he is. Um, but it's yeah. so complicated, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's take a quick commercial break. We come back. We'll chat through the rest of the episode. All right. We're back. It's rugby time. We have rugby practice. Um we have this person with the ball running towards Charlie. He moves out of the way at the last second, much to the disappointment of the rest of the team. They have a big game coming up, Matt, against St. John's. Oh, yeah. St. John. St. John's. Good for, go yeah. team. And they're apparently very big and uh, manly from what yes. they were, from what yeah. they said. I just, I, I, don't, I didn't even like think about that much, uh, th- but they did note that in the episode. Um, yeah. So yeah. whatever. So, yeah, basically here, though, like uh, Charlie is going to have to we find out the coach tells uh, Charlie, like, you're going to have to play. Somebody has a very important dentist appointment that they can't move. So you're no longer mm-hmm. reserve. You're going to have to play. Um, and I, I, I do need you to, like, maybe tackle people. Uh, you know? And it's uh, uh, like, yeah, I'll be fine. Uh, it's all about confidence. The coach tells him. And uh, Charlie's like, well, it's really hard when they all see me as a stereotypical gay boy who's no good at sports. And I love the coach's response. Like, hey, there are a lot of gay people who are good at sports. Yeah, that's yeah, and I don't know if that that comment about him being a stereotypical gay boy was that more about his team. Well, Harry is kind of making fun of him when he like moved right. away of the tackle, and um, we have heard them yeah. like over talking, you know, before he joined the team, like right oh. before he enters the locker room, right? Yeah. So yeah, they all think he's like small and weak, and they're also like yeah, that with him being gay as well. Which so. like to be fair, he does look small and weak, so I could see the other team picking up on that, but they might not pick. You know, like they don't know that he's gay, so. I want, you know, that's a, it's, I don't know. I think it's interesting how like sometimes these perceptions of like who we are and our identities actually affect how we like, oh my gosh, I can't be good at this sport because of these limiting beliefs that I have based on what people have told me about what gay people can be in those stereotypes. Right. And so, yeah, I don't know. I appreciate the coach though. Um, in this yeah. moment, shout out to coach, whoever coach, whoever coach Carter, uh, maybe, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Coach I don't have Cole, maybe. Is, yeah. Anyway. Oh, coach, coach sting coach. Sting. Oh, oh yeah. Coach sting coach. Sting, yes. Um, so Charlie does spend some extra time tackling the, like, uh, the like giant, uh, thing. Uh, mm-hmm. and he, he looks like he might be actually kind of good at it. Um, mm-hmm. and then we cut to the game, big, big game montage. Uh, we're going to get, but before that Imogen, uh, is at the game, Darcy and Terror at the game. Um, the whole friend group is, is together. Uh, plus L's, uh, uh, Higgs, uh, friends are here. And, uh, yeah, this is when Darcy's like, uh, you know, kind of seems like maybe you and Nick might be like a thing. It might be an item. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird because I don't think she's ever seen them together. <laughs> right. Is this like L? No, at the part, maybe at the, no, maybe at the, oh, at, the party, at the party. party. Maybe like, you That's know, right. they, they were there That's right. technically. That's right. Um, but you, yeah. Yeah. And then, oh God, I wish, I wish, I think secret. I'm just like frustrated because I'm like, I wish these people could all be out. But <laughs> that is obviously oh. not the world that we, li- not even the world that the we world live that in, but it's also not even the world that like we grew up in. So, no. uh, it's what a world that would have been, right? Uh, or what a world it would be. It would Everybody be, right? Exactly. Out could just be out when they're out, you know? Yeah. 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 
So we get the game against St. John's. We do learn. Uh, uh, like, why do they all look like grown adult men? He's like, yeah, right. That's where it comes school. up. Yeah. And uh, Truem loses very badly. Uh, Harry here continuing to be perhaps the worst person on the show, tied with Ben at the very least. Is like, hey, I think number fourteen, the other team, like he, I think he's into you, uh, Charlie. Uh, I don't think we got a look at number fourteen. No. I was I went back and I looked and it's like who's no. number 14. Also, yeah. to me that see how did you read that interaction because as that as they had that moment Harry and Charlie, we also got L and Tao wondering like is he bullying him are they friends what's going on but how did yeah, you so i love this so tau, tau is yeah. like oh my god is he bullying him and i was like well what if they're friends and tau's like that's even worse <laughs> like, why is that even worse he's like because like then we'd have to hang out with all these like dumb bro dudes it'd be so much worse if they're actually friends uh I read this as Harry sucks. Harry is yeah. bullying him in a way that like he could kind of yeah. like maybe have um, some plausible, plausible deniability. If he yeah. ever got like it, like it doesn't like someone could be like, it doesn't seem like bullying. He actually is kind of being supportive. But like when you actually watch the moment, he's being a huge jerk, like basically Isn't making that... fun of that. Like somebody would be into Charlie. Yeah. yeah. That's the type of thing too, where, and I can't put, I'm like I'm not putting my I can't put my finger on this with like a specific moment but it's the type of thing too where it's like you it's so tough to explain to anybody how that's bullying or even to rationalize for yourself that it's bullying but even and but like watching it it's so clearly one it's just weird we're not you're not close like this two stay out of Charlie's uh relationships but three he yeah. he does say it then he's like go after him mate 100% and it's just like you know, no one asked for you to be this much of a uh, an asshole, uh, Harry. Yeah, but certainly. I don't want to know where Harry is as an adult because he's pretty brutal already as a sixteen-year-old. Mm -hmm. Um. So we get the Tao uh, L interaction. I also love this. Like, L's like, listen, uh, like, get it together. I didn't come here to like potentially get bullied by all the Truman boys who used to make fun of me. Uh, for Tao to just say that like our friend group is falling apart. That was um, deep. That was a deep real moment deep. where yeah. I I actually re rewound that because I was like, wait, oh my, okay. And that got through, that seemed to kind of get through to, to Tao in, in the moment. Yeah. Um, so then we get a player just like we saw in practice, players running towards Charlie. Uh, Charlie does try to track all this time. He doesn't move out of the way, but he gets absolutely rocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah in my notes yeah. he's uh he gets wrecked so rocked wrecked. wrecked whatever he gets he gets all of the all of the above yes we're on the same page here and, and so here, um, here is where yeah. either if you Please. had issues with charlie this episode boy nick hesitating to help charlie who is on the ground hurt i was in like head. nick come on go help him nobody will think that you're gay if you help your friend please go help him please i don't know Somebody this is actually, where, I, I, this is the worst behavior of the episode. Right? Here's the thing, it is, and but the other piece of it too, Grace. Well, again, other than Harry, oh uh, well, yeah, yeah, uh, well, uh, yes, Harry yeah. is. Uh, we need like a just like some. We need to give like the worst, the LVP? worst of the episode, the yeah. LVP award to Harry yeah. for this episode, especially. But you know what? Like the thing I would say here is that. In the context that Nick has already been teased by all these rugby guys, of like, oh, why are you hanging out with Charlie? What's your thing for? I mean, one, it it actually was like 
Well, actually, there are a few things here. So one is I it would have been nice if somebody checked on him. But also, yeah. I feel like in these sports settings that what happens is like someone like, you know, gets hurt and then up man it's like give sports. them space give them space yeah true but then also i could see nick and it, i think we did get this like nick in his head like i don't want them to think that i'm especially into him if i'm the only one who goes over and helps and so it's uh yeah it's it's not great behavior but also i i get it this is the most proof to me that like gosh being nothing something other than straight and like this in this world yeah just totally f with your mind but like, it's like it it's so, so warped yeah exactly it's yeah. so warped but at this like it 1000 because i'm like it's understandable i get what it went through his mind but also like let's just step back he's on the yeah, ground bleeding like it's we relatable could and it sucks that he chooses to do it exactly one 100 you know? yeah Ugh. so he doesn't help him, but later he does go to see him in the trainer's room. Uh, he's like holding uh, like a something to his nose, and he's like, "Let me look at your nose." He's like, "Yeah, it looks fine." And she <laughs> says, "Cool." <laughs> Nick wipes the mud off his face again. They're being very cute together, uh, but only when they're alone. And uh, Charlie yeah. apologizes again. He's like, "I'm sorry for being so clingy and annoying." And Nick's like, "No, I'm the one that uh, that uh, needs to apologize." Sorry, get Charlie's like, "I'm sorry that I'm messing up. That you want to keep it a secret." Um, Nick says, "No, I should be apologizing." Isaac walks in to deliver some antiseptic wipes. <laughs> and uh here is the moment cool no i think the coach was like can you go you're yeah well, that's you what go, i'm saying yeah. like you know and again child labor laws are a thing and if you're if the just tell the nurse to miss uh, okay this is the thing there's so, no nurse i think this is like a weekend game without the nurse i feel like there's probably should be i don't nurse, okay but. so maybe that's what it was that's weird um i think isaac called coaching missing because i was like wait the coach in the whoever i just assume it was like a nurse's office or something like this but i do think it is but i don't think there's a nurse i mean i don't think my school like you know there was like football games i don't think there was like a nurse i think probably someone with first aid you know probably i don't know yeah anyway. nice kit um nick's like uh oh, isaac leaves nick's like ah, i think i should go and charlie's like hey i promise nick will or isaac will not say anything yeah 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 and i like, this is, again, where I'm feeling, I feel so bad for Nick because, and I relate to this a lot, where there's, like, this thing where you're not even, like, that, uh, it, like, before you come out. It's, the, like, there's so much anticipation around coming out and how big of a deal that is, and sometimes nerves around that and around, like, the secrecy of being in the closet that, like... I think sometimes you even lose like, wait, why was this? Like, I like I've even had thought where I'm like, why was that such a big deal back then? Or why was I so tied up? And I think a lot of it's like this. I need to keep it a secret. I need to keep it a secret. I need to keep it secret. Someone can't say anything. And so I feel like I feel so I didn't like this episode because I'm like, one, it's so realistic. But also, I just feel like Nick is like digging deeper and deeper and deeper into the secret rather than well, like. But you have to kind of, you, I mean, he's barely even in the closet yet. So he's barely, yeah. Just, he's yeah, just getting barely. in there. He's just hanging I mean, up his clothes and everything, you know, getting I, comfortable. There is like a world in which, like, uh, this is like the 
uh, least happy episode of the show. Mm -hmm. um, it starts oh, off pretty cool. nice, but even then very quickly is like, I'm not ready to be out. Can you keep it a secret? This is the only episode so far. Uh, I'm just trying to keep track that I feel like ends on not a happy moment. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's like the first negative cliffhanger. So it's very different than the three episodes we've had before, where this is a rather heartwarming show. And this is the most conflict and perhaps like there has been like little anxiety moments of like yeah oh, just say what you mean uh you know do you know, okay go for it you know but this is the most like um people are kind of making choices that like we don't like to see so yeah. it would make sense that maybe you're coming out of this episode being like ah, i didn't love this episode and that was my favorite because like yeah it's the first one that's very different i think from the first three yeah it's yeah. it is i know and i think that's a great observation too about the about the episode but like that's that's life i mean well, i wonder if we're in a stretch yeah. i mean a lot of people have binged this but i wonder mm -hmm. if we're in a little bit of a of a stretch of like the first uh Maybe. i use this analogy a lot recently where like ted lasso season one was they called it their uh their new hope a series season two is their empire strikes back season and the third and mm. presumably perhaps final at least planned season will be their sort of like return of the jedi uh a season so like sort of like uh a very hopeful beginning a, like stressful kind of like the bad guys are winning in some sense like middle and then the end is like happy again you know this is an eight episode season one and and we're watching as we're going perhaps the first three were happy the the, the middle three are a little bit like sucks i don't love it and then the last two will be hopeful again is perhaps something we could we could see i don't know could be Damn, the, arc was, of the season yeah i'm trying to i was trying to think of a good wrestling analogy but you know usually the the problem is usually just like oh mm. so and so got fired and now the storyline's over so well, the, yeah uh, the problem is yeah wrestling <laughs> is continuous and never ends <laughs> you can't it's so hard yeah. to break it up into like uh yeah wouldn't bits. we love to have those beautiful storyline arcs uh, but yeah. no yeah i think the other thing i wonder about with this show and i maybe this ties in with the the one of the frustrations with the episode is that I do kind of wish that they, we did. So we did get some of those hints of, you know, beyond our own experiences and understanding why it's difficult to come out. Grace, like we also saw Nick searching and getting different information and seeing sites about conversion therapy and even about, like just violence against queer, queer people and other other things that he kind of found when he searched. But I wish that they kind of spent more time, and maybe we're getting this, but spent more time talking about like why people or framing why people feel this pressure to keep it so, or why these people in particular feel such pressure to keep their sexuality a secret. Because for me, as an old uh, at uh, at the almost uh, age of thirty, like I just kind of am like, hmm, what are the kids? What are the kids up to? What are the kids like? What are their lives? And like, what are they concerned about when it comes to their sexuality and coming out? Because, like, since we were in their shoes, there's been a lot of work to like make it more a more accepting, inclusive place. But I'm like, what are they most concerned about? Because it's probably not the same things that like the same exact things I was concerned about when I was in, in school. Right. Um, and I don't know if the show is going to spend a lot of time with why people don't, you know, well, like why people are so afraid maybe. Um, I mean, I do think like he does look up those articles that like, you know, but if he you're does. talking about the high school situation, yeah. like we're very much seeing that like Charlie, even if it's like, 
perhaps better than it used to be in terms of like would a openly gay kid who was like in my high school even join the rugby team i don't no i don't think so probably and so like charlie's like allowed on the is like certainly like can be on the team but is he like totally ostracized and othered yeah they're making fun of him before he enters the locker room that's Mm -hmm. like your worst fear when you're in high school like Mm -hmm. uh like you know um so like nick having yeah. this fear that he's suddenly going to be on the other side of that of like when i leave the locker room they're all going to make fun of me for being gay he literally he he has watched harry he, be like you know uh why you like you know you have your little you feel sorry for him because he's gay like you know yeah uh i'll feel sorry for you if you come you know like it's like yeah it's just the fear of being othered and ostracized yeah the time of your life when you're trying so hard to like figure out who you are uh fit in in many ways um you know yeah. so yeah i think it's you that, know that's all yeah that's happening with Nick. no it's interesting yeah. even thinking back thinking thinking back uh thinking back about a year even to when we were talking about the pride docuseries on mm-hmm. hulu like one of the things that stood out to me and you know that i'm sure i've thought about in different contexts is that you know even as things get get better societally there's always a worse um or a worse so it doesn't make it better to like teasing is still horrific for people and and i think the other piece of this is like these kids really haven't had as far as we could tell like positive queer representation or it doesn't sound like they're getting a lot of it in their schools and so like Mm -hmm. I can see what they're they're afraid of maybe it's like not you know maybe it's not thinking about like physical violence and harm and some of these things that might have been more of a concern for like the older gays but you know it is something that um I don't know it is it's just fascinating to see um, see them like so like just so caught up in um, something that's so familiar but also you're like damn it I wish you I wish you could come out again that's like where I keep coming where it's it's sad I wish mm-hmm. they could all be out mm-hmm. let's just get like let's make it a pride parade grace let's turn heart, heart stopper into, I mean, into that I mean the show is like it's again it is very heartwarming it's very cute yeah. but like uh, and the show is not addressing this per se but there is yeah. a ton of like anti-lgbtq legislation and there's like uh you know in in britain uh-huh. in particular obviously in the united states um mm-hmm. a- as well um this is like you know the societal um it does feel in many ways like um whatever rights we we had are slowly trying to be uh crawled back um in in many ways um both in the states and the uk i'm very fortunate to live in canada where like you know it's not perfect but you know conversion therapy um was just banned uh they they just ended the um there's a long-standing blood ban on on gay men being able to donate blood if you've had um uh if you've slept with a with another man um that Mm -hmm. just got overturned so like luckily we're a little bit in a better situation here in canada but you know especially in the uk um uh there there's such a fervent culture you know that specifically against trans people um that you know the show is not you know the show is sort of using high schoolers as like the microcosm of like society mm-hmm. a little bit and so we're not getting into like you know these like larger society issues and i don't really want the show to to do that no. i think it's important for the show to come out as sort of like a statement piece against some of that stuff the culture that's happening uh in the uk and the united states but you know that is that is a reality that like it is as much as it's better it's still not perfect you know it's still not easy to 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 come out and 
you know, it's hard for me to even imagine a world where it yeah. will be easy to come out. And I really hope exactly. I like get to live in a world where it's like, it is easy, easy to do that. Um, I'm very like fortunate. I've talked a lot about like, um, my experience yeah. with like coming up to my parents in the sense that right. like, they are really great now. My parents are, are really accepting of, of me and who I am and, you know, don't always get the pronouns right or whatever, but have like really tried really hard. But when I came out to them, it was not uh, perfect, but I often say yeah. that like, it took me 25 years to like internalize who I was and needing to come out. Um, that like, okay, I think I'm trans. Okay. No, maybe I'm not. Maybe this is something else, you know? And then being like, okay, yeah, it is. And like, the only way I'm going to be happy in my life is to come out and then like tell my parents and expect them to be at the same like level of emotional stability that I was after like 25 years of like, that was never going to be the case. Right. So, and, and, and of working and like, cause it is work yeah, to like it get is to work. that point. Right. To, to yeah. remove your internalized homophobia, your internalized exactly. transphobia to like, uh, and you still have it when you come out, like you're not even fully at the place of like fully accepted yeah. when you come out, yeah. you feel like you're on the right track, but yeah, I could not like let my parents be, and then to have people who like have no experience with, with people, like you're talking about like your friends yeah. in, in high school, uh, you you know, and yeah, too, like. I still have to come out all the time. Uh, every time yeah. I meet a new person at work, I have to like, I'm like, oh boy, this is a Zoom meeting where like, you know, I've been emailing them as Grace and now they're uh -huh. going to like, I'm going to call and be like, oh, you are, they're going to clock me as trans immediately. And I'm like, is that going to change the dynamic of this like interaction? I'm like constantly coming out. Um, yeah. So like, yeah. Uh, and it's scary still at times. Like, yeah. am I going to lose this business relationship because I'm going to jump on a call with this person they're going to realize I'm trans and then be like, yeah, I don't think I want to work with you or I, I respect right. you less or whatever. So anyway. yeah. And this is kind of why this is one reason, one of the things, and I know we, there's still some more stuff to cover in this episode. Just one scene, just one, one scene, one scene which I think yeah. is, is its whole, a whole other discussion too. But you know, one thing that I'll say is that um, one, a, a big thing I appreciate about this show and especially about how we get so many healthy interactions um, and health, you know, things kind of, at least, uh, you know, episodes one, two, and three, especially, uh, we've gotten so many healthy interactions is that that models for people like, oh, that's how I could be gay, or that's how I could navigate through the world. Like, for instance, um, when, um, when, uh, when the jerk guy, what's his name, Jason, uh, uh what's his name, the guy, the, the one, the party, Harry, the, Harry, Harry. Harry, yes, I Harry. should know because yeah. every don't don't trust a Harry, um, <laughs> but you know Harry, you know calls out Nick and Nick's like that's homophobic, right? And yeah. you know even seeing like that example in media of someone saying that's homophobic, and it, it actually that just reminds me of the commercials that like I remember growing up with. Oh yeah, Hillary Duff, like Hillary that's Duff. so gay, and she'd pop up out of like a out of like a clothing yeah. rack. Don't yeah. say that. Yeah. Don't say that. And but like the representation matters. And uh, Bryce Isaiah over on the Purple Pants podcast talks about this, but he often talks about like as a 35 year old queer black man, like he hasn't had examples of what growing old as a queer black person looks like. And that's true yeah. for many of us in queer communities because the representation that we've gotten is so limited at times. And so we just don't know what what like 
how to navigate oftentimes or what the future will look like or if we could have a future. And that applies to so many different identities within the queer community too. And so I don't know. It's it's um I like I love I love that this show is contributing to slightly more healthy, um, not trauma like you know they're not they're not have they're not loving like giving us tons of trauma and us reacting to that it's not that there's a lot of joy with the show and i think it's important for people to see it because if like someone who was like a 12 year old you know now or who is a 12 year old now sees this show it's like okay they're given a few more tools into how to be queer and how to navigate and maybe by the end of the season right we'll get like oh like you can come out but we're not we're not there yet we're not there yet we're getting there hopefully yeah um yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Cow and Elle are talking. I really love this scene. Uh, Elle's like, I don't think Charlie's given up on Nick Nelson. And Tao's like, well, maybe we shouldn't get involved. And Elle's like, how dare you even suggest that? Like, you are the king of getting involved. <laughs> and uh, Tao's like, it was really nice meeting your friends, Elle. And is like, we haven't been replaced, have we? And uh, Elle's like, as if you could be replaced. You la- like, you're loud and obnoxious. <laughs> I could never replace you. You uh, would never let yourself be replaced. You'll find yeah. a way in. But no, that's that was I love that was sweet. Change yeah. progress. We like yeah. it for Tao. Uh, but here we go. The saddest thing I've seen on the show so far. Woo! Imogen is waiting for Nick. Uh, she Wait. compliments Nick. Everybody's watching. Wait, I will yes. say too. She's pressured before this. Like true. It, True. This is so Peer awkward. Pressure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, and then I have she's my head like, in my hands. He's like, "What is it?" And she's like, "Oh, I, I don't know." And she does, <laughs> she does say that, like, uh, "This is so random," which I think is hilarious. I think that people are still kids are still saying this is so random. So random. Like, would you want to go out on a date? And Nick is very flustered and is like, "Uh, yes." And it, Tao and Al yeah. give each other the look, and that is where we end episode four. The worst cliffhanger of all cliffhangers. Nick is going to go on a date with a girl. Eh. What else? Like, okay, Grace, in this moment, like, let her down gently, Nick. (laughs) Because of how they set everything up, and he couldn't have, yeah, he can let her down gently later, but he, I think he had to say yes to that date. No, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine saying no in that moment with everyone watching because I, I don't, and we don't know what's going through Nick's head, but everyone was watching. I just feel like saying no, it's just really embarrassing for Imogen. Like, you know, when people, you know, with the, it's like someone gets down on their knee and proposes and like, you know, you don't see people reject it too often, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, there's pressure to say yes. If people are around. Yeah. But you don't have to say yes. You don't have to say I, yes. I would have been like, yes, I can I know, go I'm conflict on averse a too. date with you. I would have said yes as well. So I love a good conflict, but at the, I, I, I love a good conflict, but the problem is I also don't want people to feel embarrassed uh, in front of a bunch of other people. Yeah. Sure. But, but yeah, it was a, it was like a kind of a weird setup for the uh for imogen and for nick and it's just weird to me because even after nick was like yeah i'll go on a date uh harry comes and he's like oh good on ya you know like oh old chap and yeah and i'm like why are you in nick's life like this i was gonna i'm not gonna i was about to say grace why are you in nick's pants like this but that's a whole other story no 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 but harry is very I'm just very fascinated how interested he is in Nick's relationships. 
there is this little friend group that appears to be like sort of like Imogen, Harry, Ben, and some other like guy. We don't really know many of uh, uh, Nick's other friends. Uh, even when he's talking about like ditching his friends, he does include Harry in it. In the last episode, he literally yeah. told Harry, I don't like you. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, yet he's still hanging out with them and saying like, yeah, they love to chuck stuff at people. So um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I kind of wish Harry had a little bit of, or sorry, Nick had a little bit of like a friend group that like maybe he didn't seem you know maybe even like kids who are like definitely caught up in the like uh being peer pressured as well to like kind of just suck um yeah. but that's not yeah, the where did, where did yeah. they find these i mean you know uh it's it is interesting to see like the different um so some where i thought you were going with that grace was like kids that are are um more even just like more aware like better friends better people but you know what like we um i don't know it is fascinating that he continues to spend i guess you don't have much of a choice in high school like you're not constantly changing friend groups or breaking up with friends it's very difficult i i still don't like it's hard to be like sorry you're horrible people and i don't love you and you make me uncomfortable because um, it's not I don't that know, simple it's is it, like I feel like I had like my friend group in high school, uh, especially before grade twelve, because I was friends with a lot. My main friend group was definitely like these people were a year older than me. I yeah. met with them a lot, and then I I kind of had this like friend group who uh, we would hang out a fair bit. But then I also was like very much like floated around different friend groups, where like exactly. depending on who yeah. what was happening or who had you know their break or whatever. Um, my world was just so much bigger than obviously like a TV show is able to portray. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think, which is, I think fairly true of people as well that like, yeah, there's so many people you go to high school with that. Like, you know, it's not like three people that you, <laughs> you only ever interact with uh, so much more than that, but the show doesn't, you know, that's not the show. It's going to, TV is, you know, going to limit. Grace, just because you had know, a lot know, of friends doesn't mean we could project that on. And I will say there are. Yeah, I leverage goes I, into being elected student council president. So that's what I. Okay. That's why I so clearly, yeah. look, no. not relatable at all, Grace. Not relatable. You're not relatable. Yeah. Um, but no, I think like the piece of this, that the piece of that that's interesting is like, yeah, there are, uh, the, the, there's. There are so many. I remember a lot of people because I would float between friend groups too. Yeah. In high school, but also like there was literally a friend group that was probably like the equivalent of the, you know, like the trio or the quad of of um, Tao and Isaac and um, and Charlie and L. Right. And so I don't know. I I uh, yeah. These are nerds, and it makes it makes sense. <laughs> yeah um all right well that's episode four that is secret yeah. uh we'll be back in a few days time with our episode five coverage friend whoop, whoop. Uh, so we'll probably meet ross and rachel and joey chandler and the other ones monica <laughs> lisa <laughs> Bonet. i said Gunther. lisa but not phoebe that's her name uh, I was Lisa Kudrow. Lisa, yeah, that's right. I went yeah. with Lisa Bonet, and that's a whole yeah. other person. Who's so not yeah, we'll be back in a few days' time with our coverage. Um, no. In the meantime, if you have thoughts about this show? I know people have binged ahead. A lot of people watch this all in one day. But let us know your thoughts. If you have um, thoughts, you can uh, tweet at us. Uh, although, be very careful with your spoilers. If no spoilers. Us, yeah, don't spoil it, please. Um, actually, the best way to be able to spoil to to include 
uh, you know, give us feedback about something um, where you can be specific about episode is either in our in our patron uh, uh, discord, uh, postshowrecaps.com slash Patreon. It is the beginning of the month, so a very great time to hop on board because uh, you get billed uh, for each month, no matter what day of the month you sign up. Um, patreon.com slash postshowrecaps. At any level, you can ask us to the discord. At the $5 level, you can chat with us about Heartstoppers in the television channel. At the $10 or above, above level, you can chat with us Ooh. in the Heartstoppers thread. Matt Scott recently joined in and started uh, a new chain of events that uh, was very exciting. Uh, Matt posted a, a picture of us waving as we were podcasting, and now everybody is replying with pictures of them waving, and I've never seen anything like it. Matt wow. Scott is a trendsetter. It's so fun. It's a lovely community. Um, there's lots more than just uh, television and TV dos- TV discussions, and you also get bonus uh uh, podcast as well as uh, at high levels you get some some merch sent to you so uh, wow. becoming a patreon uh, uh, a patreon supporter support the arts um matt Grace. where can people find you people can find me at matt scotchy w keep up with me uh as mentioned i uh i am maybe maybe as this episode drops depending on dates i may be at the uh, tonight, I believe. Show. I think if tonight, I'm doing the math correctly on this I am podcast there coming right out, now. I am people could be listening to this as they see you in person. I, I've, I'm honestly, we're do, we're recording this uh, that night. Uh, I am I am in the bathroom at the SVA Theater in yeah, New York. Yeah, don't if you see this. Matt, don't interrupt because he probably he has a microphone. And he's live recording with me this podcast as you. See, no one's going to see me because I have my feet up. You know, like I'm sitting <laughs> on the toilet, feet up. Uh, uh-huh. You know, so no one can see me recording the podcast in the stall. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm very jealous. You're gonna you're gonna see uh, all the lovely podcasters and uh, some survivors and some uh, lovely. Uh, people who listen to us so uh i'm very jealous that you'll be in in new york city um but that's okay uh yeah yeah. Um, and what what i'll also say too is if you are a listener um let me know that you well uh that you uh, maybe you're you're probably listening to this after we were in the same room together so yeah let but yeah let, let us know what you think about um about our Heartstopper coverage, it's always really cool just to see, uh, I don't know, to hear that people actually listen and that they care and that this resonates. And this is such a meaningful show that hits close to home for a lot of people. So let us know what you think. Like we, the cool thing, Grace, this is the benefit of us doing this show is like we will still be talking about Heartstopper in theory after, you know, all, all the other cool people. I was going to say after the cool people, but I'm giving us some credit. After all the other cool people stop talking about it. So um, we're, yeah, keep talking with us about this. Yeah, I mean, I think Matt and I have both figured out how to like, I mean, it's hard to uh, when you're LGBTQ not to, for it to be such like a, a piece of your identity and something that ends up, you, you end up talking about. But like, uh, it is really nice to like carve out a space on post show recaps to get to talk about like our experiences as LGBTQ people. And you know, whether you are an LGBTQ person listening to this and you're like, oh, this is relatable or your experience is way different because a lot of us have very, uh, you know, different experiences. Um, I think that's great. And if you are like a straight cis person listening to this and you're hopefully learning and, and getting some insight into what it's like to, to travel through the world as an LGBTQ uh, IA plus person. Uh, that's delightful and we're happy to have all of those folks uh, with us along yes. the way. We are halfway through our Heartstoppers coverage so uh, this is just the halfway point. 
Yeah. Yes, and they should they should let us let us know what they're thinking. I mentioned Matt yeah. Scotty W at High from Grace, yep. all the things. Anything else, Grace? As Grace, we OshaRecaps.com. If you want to email me, if you are going to talk about a future episode, you want to talk about like you have feedback about episode eight or the whole thing, uh, just in the subject line, just put episode eight or full season, so I don't open it and get spoiled. Um, yeah. But you can and, email me as well. Yep. Nice, and that's Grace at PostShowRecaps.com. Yes, that's right. You're in adding you to my contacts. Look there we that. go. All right. We will be back in two days' time with the episode Friends, where my friends, Matt Scott and I, will be recapping episode five of Heart Stoppers. Until then, bye bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.